Hello, and welcome to the Wannabe Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Annika Smith. Hello, and welcome back, you guys. Happy Wannabe Wednesday. I'm sorry if you hear any construction in the back. I'll try to monitor it as much as possible, but um, they're building a huge new apartment complex right across from my sorority house. So if you hear anything going on, that's probably what it is. But I'm happy and excited to be back recording for you guys. I think I have an interesting episode lined up here. I'm basically going to cover all of social media, the struggles that come for it, where we're at with social media, blogging type stuff, all of everything in that nature I'm going to be covering in this episode. Um, Just kind of my stance on it, where I'm at, and my feelings towards it. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. Alright, so there's no doubt that social media definitely runs the world today. I feel like I'm constantly always on social media, refreshing Instagram, going on Facebook, switching in between Snapchat, all that type of stuff, and honestly, it's kind of an addiction. I feel like a lot of us just turn to social media as an outlet, like if you feel awkward, if you feel bored, you just turn to social media, and that all seems to go away. So it's pretty interesting how um, the times have changed and how social media has shifted over the years. I remember when Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat were just coming into fruition. I think I had an Instagram before I had a Facebook. I used to use all those goofy filters. Valencia was my favorite. But I remember it was just so real and raw. Like you'd literally take pictures of whatever it may be. Like it could be your like soda that you're drinking, whatever it was you posted on Instagram. I also was a big fan of those rainbow filters. Those were where it was at. Um, Also Facebook, I would always do like the cam wow or like cam camera features on Facebook and upload those. I remember um, I would be in my like Hollister t-shirt throwing up peace signs with the duck face and post it to my Facebook thinking I was so cool. And social media has definitely come a long way. Now we have people posting like aesthetically pleasing pictures they refuse to post anything that's like real and raw so it's just a lot different I feel like the space is so much different nowadays than it was when they were first starting out so yeah I can't remember what age I was when I first got a Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook um I want to say I was in middle school so it was like the coolest thing to do to post on Instagram This was before stories, before any of that. It's so crazy to think that Instagram was literally just tapping the ad button and posting a photo based off that. You couldn't, like, post it from your camera roll or anything. It's just so crazy to see where it's come, how far it's come. But Facebook was one of the things where I wasn't, like, really intrigued in or anything. I remember thinking it was just, like, for older people. But I feel like nowadays a lot of people can connect through it for, like, Facebook groups for podcasts, TV shows, different type of stuff like that. Um, Keeping up with your family, posting your college life so everyone can see what's going on with you. Um, But yeah, I would say my favorite social media platforms at the moment are Facebook and Instagram. Instagram being my number one for sure. I just feel like Instagram is the funnest platform for me. I love looking at new people to follow what things they post. I feel like it really inspires me and um, I also kind of struggle with that at times too so I'm going to dive into that. 
I feel like once Instagram started, there wasn't any pressure at all on what anyone was posting. You could literally post whatever you wanted and you'd get however many likes and it didn't matter. But now it's become such a stressful place because you're constantly like, I feel like competing with other people, um, making sure your feed looks good, um, posting aesthetically pleasing photos, worrying about likes, all that sort of stuff. So it's definitely become more of a stressful place. But with that being said, I also feel like it pushes me more. I feel like I'm constantly looking for inspiration, constantly looking for what I can do better, how I can reach more people, that kind of thing. So although there is more pressure, I feel like it's become more of a competitive competitive space, which necessarily isn't a bad thing. Me being who I am, I'm just an average college girl, um, but I just have a deep interest in social media and podcasts and Facebook, all that type of stuff. So I feel like I definitely have goals on where I want my platforms to go, but I don't have any like, I don't know. I'm very like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm very, um, I would say I'm very realistic in how I see my channels and my outlets. Like, I think my podcast has, like, 150 listeners or something like that, and that is nothing compared to other podcasts out there. But I enjoy doing it, so I feel like it's worth it for me. And that's the whole point of this podcast. I'm a wannabe, you guys. Literally, I don't... I'm not some instagram guru some podcast teacher whatever it may be i'm just like a normal person out here trying to like do this stuff to make myself feel better make myself proud that kind of thing so um yeah i feel like it's definitely hard to build a brand and build a community um i've definitely struggled with that and i feel like if you don't make it your main priority it's definitely not going to go anywhere um, personally, I definitely have not put my either my blog or my podcast at the forefront of my life. Right now, I'm a student, so I have other things to worry about. And having those other things to worry about really take time away from my other side hustles and my hobbies, which is sad. But I know that in the grand scheme of things, school comes first and it's more most important for me. But um, I don't know, it's just kind of disheartening sometimes just to know that, oh, I like started these endeavors and they're really not going anywhere, so what's the point? And I feel like that's a good question to ask yourself. What's the point of me posting what I'm posting? Is it for my benefit? Is it for others' benefit? Um, Whatever it may be, I just hope that it makes you happy and I think it's a great way to express yourself and put yourself out there. But going back to what I said, it's definitely kind of disheartening it sometimes to know that I have so much like invested in these platforms, whether it be my blog or this podcast, but you can't really see it going anywhere. And I feel like the best way I've learned to combat that is to just take a step back and realize that you're only human and that things may come up sometimes and you may not be able to post on like a consistent schedule or... Um, you'd rather post good content than just random weird content that won't relate to anyone but it's definitely hard at sometimes and since following other bloggers podcasters that kind of thing um, I've noticed that it definitely takes a long time to gain a following and build a following so I'm hoping that me putting out this content will eventually pick up and gain a little bit bigger of a following um just so I can reach more people. 
But yeah, I feel like longevity is definitely um, a huge factor when it comes to building a brand or a blog, whatever it may be. Another struggle that I've dealt with in this whole social media realm is content. I feel like I'm always looking at other people's Instagrams, YouTube videos, Facebooks, whatever it may be, and always trying to either like recreate their content or get ideas from their content. And I feel like my content that I come up with is never good enough. So I feel like it's just a constant struggle of going back and forth on posting what I want to post or posting what's like appeasing to others or um, what's like acceptable in like a beauty sense, a blog sense, a health sense, whatever you're posting about or whatever it may be, what's acceptable for that field. And let me tell you, it is not easy going out and creating content on a college campus, especially here at U of I. We're in Illinois. There's really nothing special around here besides cornfields. It's not like our campus is like super pretty or anything. It's a great school, don't get me wrong, but it's not exactly aesthetically pleasing. So I feel like whenever I'm at school, I'm always struggling to put out good content, um, create content, and yeah, it's just kind of tough, to be honest. But... I feel like it's something that I'm really interested in and something I'm invested in. So I'll keep continuing to work on it, whether I have five followers or whether I have 500 followers. Whatever it may be, I'll still post content and stuff that I like to just because it's refreshing and exciting for myself. Now that my personal struggles are kind of aside with social media, I kind of want to de- Uh, dive deeper into the struggles that people may face in the social media world. So like I said in the beginning, social media has definitely come a long way. And with that being said, I feel like um, there are some good things that have come from it and some bad things. For example, the good things are that posting on social media makes you feel good. You post pictures with your friends, pictures you think you look good in, showing off your bad, whatever it may be, and it honestly makes you feel good. And you see people liking and interacting with your photos, commenting, whatever it may be, and you get a sense of happiness from that and excitement. Um, It also is fun to interact with your friends. So I feel like um, Facebook, especially in a college sense, you're able to stay connected with your friends who go to different schools. So some of my friends go to Kentucky, Iowa, whatever, and um, I'm able to see what they're up to based on their Facebook pictures. So it definitely keeps you connected as well. Another benefit of social media is that I feel like it motivates you. Like you see people getting out and after it, whether it be a workout or um, traveling Whatever it may be, I feel like it can motivate you and inspire you to make your day better and make your life better, which is always a good thing. And finally, I think that it's fun to look back on. You can look back on where you came from, how you've changed over the years, different hairstyles you've had, fashion trends, and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like a little time capsule that you have for yourself. And I feel like that would be especially helpful for when you're older and maybe have kids just so you can look back on their growth, see where they come from. And yeah, it's a great space, but there's definitely some downsides to it as well. One of the downsides I want to talk about is the pressure to be and look perfect all the time. I feel like nowadays people always either 
airbrush themselves, Photoshop, whatever it may be to make themselves look perfect for social media because no one, let's be honest, no one really wants to post a picture where they don't look the best. Um, I know there's been times where I've like taken a picture. I'm like, oh no, definitely not posting that, deleting it right away just because you don't want anyone else to see it. So I feel like now in today's day and age, you always have a pressure to look the best in your photos. So I feel like there's a lot of less candid photos out there. They're all kind of like staged. Um, and this doesn't go for everyone. It's just like overall things that I've noticed, but it almost seems less genuine in a, in a sense. And I'm definitely guilty of this. Um, there've been times where I've maybe taken like a funny picture, but I won't post it on my Instagram because it like doesn't match or doesn't fit the feed or whatever it may be. So I feel like there's always this pressure of posting the perfect picture. Um, yeah, so that's kind of tough to keep up with. And I feel like you're constantly competing with everyone else to post the most perfect content. So that can definitely get overwhelming and tiring for sure. I feel like that's how so many social media influencers can get burnt out because they're constantly trying to upload the best part of themselves and the best parts of their lives. Another downside of social media is kind of the negativity that comes from it. I feel like people are constantly judging each other on social media. Um, they may not be thinking it, or they may not be expressing it like in the comments or anything, but I feel like everyone has their own opinions and some negative opinions stem from social media. So whether it's like sending snaps or like sending Instagram stories to your friends and like um, saying, oh my gosh, like this is so weird or stuff like that. It's just like, I don't know, it's kind of a shady place. And if you're really popular, I feel like your life is just in the limelight and people think that they have the right to say whatever they want to you, even if they don't know you. For example, if you like look at celebrities, um, Instagram comments or social media influencers like David Dobrik, whatever it may be, I feel like they get some nasty comments. And I feel like it's just because the people commenting feel like they're so far out of reach and they'll never... Um, see it so they can comment whatever they want and I feel like since they have so many comments some people might figure that their comment will just get lost and that they'll never like comment back at you or whatever but I'm sure that those people still see it and it still hurts their feelings just as it would you or me. And that's something I found interesting in the Taylor Swift documentary. I just watched that and it made me realize that she's such a real person. Like she was this young girl who came up um got famous at a young age, went through all that so young, and then just like a switch went off and like the whole world hated her for some reason. And everyone was tweeting at her like all these nasty things. Um, I'm not like the hugest Taylor Swift fan. I like her, but still just seeing like an innocent person like go through that kind of attack was just kind of heart-wrenching and kind of sad to see that people could be that nasty. And also something to add on to that, I feel like the barrier of social media definitely contributes to that. People aren't face-to-face -face with one another. They're hiding behind a screen or hiding behind different like aliases and they feel like they can say whatever they want because they're not face-to-face -face with the person. Um, I can guarantee that people commenting half the things that they do would not do so if they were standing right in front of the person. So that's kind of sad and I feel like that's something social media 
the social media community like needs to work on as a whole and that starts from the people behind the screens like we all just need to be better people comment positive things if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all that kind of mentality I think we all need to have something else I want to touch on and this can be kind of a positive or a negative, but I feel like there are so many people who are out there in the social media world who are creating a living off of it. And I feel like it can be negative in the sense that it's so hard for smaller people to like rise up and actually make a living off this. Um, I've just gotten a little taste of that through the channels and outlets that I have, just because it is tough. It's so hard for you to like put yourself out there and get a good following and a good base started. Um, but on the flip side of that, I feel like it's great that there's so many opportunities and so many avenues that people can make money via social media. I feel like anyone has the opportunity nowadays to put themselves out there and do what they love and um, create a living off social media. Um, for example, with Anchor, it's literally the easiest thing I can't be more grateful for this platform because I just bought a mic off Amazon, um, a little connector to put it into my uh, laptop and that's it. I use GarageBand that comes on my laptop, record it, and just upload it. So it's seriously that easy, you guys. So I want to encourage you to follow your dreams. If you want to start a podcast, a blog, whatever it may be, you should do it because if it makes you happy, it's worth it. So yeah, those are kind of the positives and negatives that I've noticed with social media. I'm definitely a huge fan of social media. I love it. I think it's an awesome platform and an awesome place, um, whether it be Facebook, Instagram. I don't care. I love them all. But yeah, I feel like it definitely is different. And my parents can tell you that like it's totally different from how they grew up. But I feel like it's only going to get evolve more over the years like I can't even imagine that when I have kids one day what the social media world's gonna be like everything that we're doing now is gonna be so out of date they're gonna be like oh what the heck why are you doing that even like trends and things that you're posting they're gonna be like what were you thinking so it's just kind of funny to see how things evolve over time another thing that I want to touch on regarding social media is hiding Instagram likes what do you guys think about that Personally, I like that they've hid the Instagram likes, but I'm just like your average person. So I feel like me looking at others, other people's likes doesn't really have an effect, but I feel like if you were a social media influencer making money off of likes, that it would definitely be tougher for you. But I personally think that it kind of got rid of a lot of stigmas and stereotypes and everything. Like I feel like I would find myself looking at people's Instagrams and seeing how many likes they have and judging their Instagram and their life off of their likes, which is definitely not how, how you should look at someone. But I feel like having those likes available definitely changed my mindset on the person I was looking at, which is kind of sad. But now that those are away, I feel like it's just a more calming and easygoing place. I feel like people aren't constantly worried about likes. They kind of maybe, well, I find myself just like posting a photo now and putting it away rather than refreshing every 20 minutes to see how many likes I've gotten. So for me personally, it's definitely taken a weight off my shoulders. I don't feel as much stress. I feel more proud in the content that I'm posting because I'm not worried about likes and I'm just posting truly what I want to post. So that's definitely been nice, but I want to know your guys' thoughts. So head over to the wannabe pod Instagram and let me know your thoughts on likes going away on Instagram in the comments. I'm so curious to know what you guys have to say. 
Moving on, I want to talk about all the different realms that there are in social media. I feel like everyone has their niche that they've found for themselves in social media, whether it be blogging, sports, vlogging, whatever it may be. I feel like everyone can find something that they enjoy watching or following, listening to on social media, which is really exciting. For me personally, I've taken a deep interest in blogging. I feel like it's awesome to see other people live their lives and the tips that they have for others. And I feel like I really get a lot out of following bloggers. I feel like they really push me to um, better myself and my daily habits. So that's definitely my kind of niche that I like to follow. Um, I feel like it's a really profitable space. I feel like a lot of people can make a lot of money blogging. There are so many bloggers out there. I can't even go into how many. On my explore page, there's like a million new bloggers to follow every single day. And it's just kind of overwhelming at times. But I think it's also really cool that everyone can show off their unique styles, their unique lives to their followers. I definitely like to follow bloggers who have a nice aesthetic. I'm all about the aesthetic. I feel like I constantly struggle with my aesthetic because I'm always changing. So as you can look on my Instagram, you'll see like um, three rows of photos that match and then three that are totally different just because I feel like my mood is always changing. My life is always changing. So it's always different. And that doesn't really bother me. I feel like it just shows who I am and how my life is. But I definitely like to follow people who have a nice aesthetic um, just because it's like pleasing to the eye and it's interesting. And um, I always like to look at how they edit their photos just because everyone has such a unique style. For example, I follow an Instagram Instagrammer called Emma Rose and I've really been into this like really basic... Um, not filtered or edited look so she posts a lot of like natural looking photos with natural light natural colors um just more basic things like she'll just post a picture of her shoes she also posts a lot of like high-end fashion photos which i love looking at because they're just so beautiful like she posts pictures of her in like amazing chanel clothes and balenciaga shoes stuff like that it's just so fun to follow along and watch what she posts and i've really been into that aesthetic lady lately <clears throat> um i also like following bloggers who give a lot of tips and advice whether it be fashion advice workout advice wellness advice anything of that sort i like to see what other people do and tips and tricks to better my life so an Instagrammer that I like to follow and a YouTuber actually too for that kind of thing is Maggie McDonald. She seems to live a very like clean, healthy lifestyle. So I like to watch her videos just to get like different juice recipes, um, food recipes, workout clothes, that kind of stuff. I kind of look to her for. And I also really like her aesthetic too. She's kind of more edgy. Um, I feel like her style is a little bit more tom tomboy rather than girly. And um, yeah, so I like looking at those two Instagrammers slash YouTubers. I guess Emma has a YouTube too, um, just for some inspiration. And something I've been recently getting into is home decor. I feel like I've been following so many like home interior bloggers on Instagram lately. Um... I just feel like it's so nice to look at and I get so many ideas. I'm moving into a senior house next year and even for this room that I have here at my sorority house, I um, definitely looked to Instagram 
interior bloggers for inspiration for that. I feel like I do not know a lot about interior design, so I need all the help I can get. Um, so definitely looking to those kind of bloggers for that kind of thing. But yeah, I just feel like it's such a fun space. I feel like it's constantly changing. There's constant a flow of new ideas, new creations. Um, yeah, it's just so interesting to me and I hope I can like implement my love and interest for social media into a career in the future. Um, I don't know if it'll necessarily be through like solely podcasting, blogging. Um, I don't know if I really see myself doing that exactly, but definitely want to take it to my career in the future, whether it be a corporate job, running my own business, something like that. I feel like I would definitely want to work in the social media realm. Now, I just kind of want to talk about a few questions that I find myself asking myself a lot. Um, they're kind of tougher questions, and I don't necessarily have the answer to them, but I just want to speak about them on this platform. The first one is, do people really care? Like, I'm always thinking to myself, do people care about, like, a perfect aesthetic? Do they care about consistent posting? Do they even care what you have to say? And I feel like in the grand scheme of things, no. People honestly don't care what I'm doing with my life. They're like, cool, Annika, you're out getting coffee. What's new? Um, but I don't know. Do you guys care? I don't know. Leave um, some reviews or comments on the Instagram letting me know if you guys think this is interesting or that if you like it, um, any tips or tricks for me, please leave them on the wannabe pod Instagram. Another question I find myself asking is how can you grow? For me personally, it's been so hard to grow a brand and I feel like a lot of that comes from not investing the time into it. I feel like if you're going to make a living off social media, you have to solely invest yourself and put yourself in 100%. And I cannot say that I do that. Um, like I said before, I'm worried about other things, work, getting a job um, after college, uh, making money, class, tests, finals, that kind of stuff. So I feel like, no, I can't say that I've invested all the time that I would like to in these platforms, but at the same time, it is extremely hard to grow a following in a brand. Um, I thought, like, when I first came out with my blog, I thought that, oh, all my Instagram followers will follow it, and it'll, I'll get, like, a thousand followers within, like, a few months. That is not the case, you guys. Um, people are very, like, sticklers about their followers nowadays I feel and who are they following so I feel like some people may not want to mess up their ratio some people would be like why would I want to follow this blog like it doesn't make any sense so I feel like it's definitely hard to grow a following in today's day and age but people do it out there so there's definitely a way I feel like for me personally I definitely need to invest more time I need to utilize my resources here on campus more one thing I want to try to do is go to the sorority houses here on campus pass out some flyers explain who I am and um, my podcast and my blog that type of stuff just so they get they know what it is and I get more exposure that way um, I also can maybe go into my clubs give myself a little self-promo there. But yeah, I definitely need to just put myself out there and be more assertive with my brand and what I want to do with it. Another thing that I think I can do to grow my business and my brand is to reach out to brands. I feel like micro-influencers are huge nowadays. People are looking to smaller 
um, networks to give their products to because they know that their followers truly trust them and what they have to say. So I feel like if I reach out to some brands, some smaller startups, that I could definitely get some products that my way, um, that I like and want to support and want to use and show to my followers just so I can get some more exposure that way as well. Overall, it's just a tough field. I feel like it's a very go-getter field. Like you really have to put yourself out there and if you don't, you'll flop. Um, It's also like kind of cutthroat. I feel like um, the business side of it can be either be like, oh, you didn't meet these posting requirements, you're done we're not paying you or like something like that. So it's definitely a different industry and it's exciting. But yeah, that's another question I kind of ask myself and kind of struggle with is growing. And the final question I want to talk about is, can you survive as a side hustle? That is currently what I'm doing here. Um, my podcast and my blog is kind of my side hustle. I don't put as much time as in, into it as I would like, but I'm definitely working on that. And that's one of my New Year's resolutions to work on it and put out the best content I can for my platforms. But in my opinion, I feel like if you're a nobody, you cannot survive having, like, you cannot... Um, make a living off of having your Instagram, Twitter, YouTube being your side hustle. I feel like if you um, don't have like a previous following and you're just starting up, you would not be able to support yourself on social media solely. But on the contrary, if you already have a pretty good following, I feel like it'd definitely be a good side hustle job. I know that even there are college students who have 5,000 followers who get brand promotions and brand deals. So I feel like in that case, you definitely could. Um, also, if you're like a YouTuber and you come to the Instagram platform or um, if you're a YouTuber and then you start making a podcast, I feel like all those different side hustles combined can definitely contribute to a successful career. But I think it just depends on the case and the person. Um, I'm sure there are people out there who started from scratch and they did it themselves and they're like making tons of money now. But um, yeah, it's just kind of tough. Um, but with that being said, I'm really excited and I'm grateful for the platforms that I have in place here. Um, I know it was kind of like a Debbie Downer episode. It might've seemed like, uh, from my perspective, but those are just kind of the struggles that I've been going through, um, in the social media world. I feel like there are definitely some people who struggle out there as well. So I hope this was able to relate to one person out there. Um, but yeah, I just want to be real and raw with you guys and talk a little bit more about my experience with social media and my goals and my plans. I definitely want to make it more of a priority in my life. Um, but I just feel like it's kind of hard at the time that I'm at in my life. I'm a college student, so I feel like it's just kind of tough for me to balance everything. And I know that's not an excuse, but it's definitely something I need to work on. Um, I definitely need to carve out more time to post on my blog or to post on my podcast, that kind of thing. So it's just kind of a learning process and I'm taking you guys along with me. So I hope you guys learned a little something from this episode or could relate to something. And I hope you tune in next week for the next episode of Wannabe. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye!